I love microdosing. I love microdosing. Yesterday, I needed to go practice my drums and I popped a little microdose gummy and I'll tell you what happened. I drummed for about a good two hours. That's fabulous. Yeah. I was looking at our new roof, hoping that it wasn't going to leak and I got some anxiety about it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a gummy just to calm down so I can go to sleep and not worry about this. And I did and I had a great night's sleep and I woke up and there was no leak. I've noticed a change in you for the, a positive change. I like to hear that. Yeah. I feel like your mood is like very centered. I'm sleeping much better. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just that right amount of good. And you can get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com promo code pants. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com promo code pants for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com promo code pants. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. We're back. You know, Leash, we got asked a good question, and I'm kind of excited about it. I love when you jump right in. It almost takes me by surprise. Well, we have 30 minutes. Like, I'm like, oh, we're, I know, I know. Let's get down to business. Do you want to dick around for 20? And... No, I mean, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but no, let's get down to business. <laughs> you and I can dick around on the phone for hours, but let's let's handle business. I know. It, you, you kind of got a little stern then. Oh, I got stern? I didn't mean to get stern. I was just excited about this question. I think maybe I jumped the okay, gun. Okay, go ahead. Rain me in. Let's go. What are we talking about? All right, so... Melanie. Oh, but P.S. I get the same emails you do with all the questions and the format. Okay. Well, I've been on a little bit of a vacation. I didn't, maybe didn't check my emails. I know. I know. I know. I know. That's why I'm reading this. Melanie wants to know, have you ever visited each other's hometown? And if not, what would you want to show them? That's a great question, Melanie. I love that question. Melanie or Melody? Melanie. That's such a good question. I know that you're a huge Philly person. And I know that Philly people love Philly, right? It's you guys have hometown pride. We have Philly pride. Yeah. Yeah. Philly pride. Philly pride. Philly doesn't get the credit that cities like New York or Boston get. And it's annoying because Philly has so much amazing history and so many incredible underground stories, but it never gets the attention. What do you mean? The attention from who for what? Philly always kind of feels like the underdog city. What do you mean? When you watch movies, right? Like, you watch movies about the mob, for instance. They're always set in New York. They're always set in Boston. Philly has such a rich history in that. Philly sport teams are notorious for having the craziest fans. We only really pay attention to, like, the New York Yankees or the Boston. The Boston, what's that annoying football team? Whatever that, the Massachusetts, I'm probably going to get slammed. for. You are, and I am too, because I have no idea who they are. Whatever that football team is with Tom Brady, the Patriots. Oh, the football team. Yeah, the Patriots. Yeah, The Patriots, right. Philly just doesn't get the love it deserves. So anyone who's from there knows how special it is, and that's where Philly pride comes from. I think it's great. And 
I would love. You, you have Nebraska pride. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's like what you have. <laughs> no, I love where I grew up. I really do. I just don't think that that Nebraska comes with that thing. <laughs> but there are so many things I love about it and love about m- my upbringing. But I would love nothing more than going to Philly with you. And you know mm. the story I've told you a million times because I think it still stings a little that when I was on tour, I called your mother. I was I was in Philly and I was like, Mary, I'm here. It's Leisha. And she picked, you know, picked up the phone. It's like, I would love to see you. Oh, honey, I can't see you. I was like, oh, no, it's fine. Like, you, don't worry about what you look like. You don't need makeup. Or, no, honey, I, do, I, don't, I don't receive guests on Sunday. And I was like, Mary. And then I was like, well, do you want to meet at a coffee shop? No, honey, I don't want to do that either. Like, it was just like slam, slam, slam. I thought maybe Mary and I were going to have a cute little Philly day because I had nothing to do. Look, Mary loves you. She loves you, but you cannot intrude on Mary's Sundays. That's devoted to the New York Times and to laundry. She does not right. put on her face on Sundays. She will not leave the house without her face on. And that goes for everybody across the board, including family members. So don't take it personally. But it is a great story, and that's very much a Maryism. Yeah, and I... I just had a fantasy that I was going to hang out with your mom in Philly and maybe we'd go like to a great restaurant or museum or and I'd have a story, a Philly story, and I didn't get one. So I'd like to go back with you. Well, maybe if you called her on a Saturday or if you called her on a Friday or any other day aside from a Sunday, she'd be game. Sure, but I was on tour. I can't, you know, I can't change the schedule. I can't, can't start canceling shows to hang out with Mary. <laughs> Reschedule the show. Be like, look. Anyway, I would love to go with you. What would you show? Oh, me? um, hold on a second. Mo is driving me nuts. Oh, it's the cats. Come on. Sorry, Charlie's needs how to get met. Um, what would I do? Well, first of all, you have to go there during warmer months, just because who wants to trudge through the snow? Philly has a lot of wind tunnely streets. My mom's street, for instance, is like oh. a wind tunnel. You turn that corner and truly you'll get blown over. I'd say let's stick right. to the warmer months. You get like face burned, that cold face burn. Like you will fall backwards. Your ass will hit the ground. That's how strong the wind is. Well, there's a perfect example where Philly's getting no credit because Chicago's known for that. So this is funny. Meanwhile, you're like, no, it happens in Philly, everybody. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Go ahead. exactly. First thing I'd have to do is take you to get a water ice so you can finally understand what the hell I'm talking about because I'm tired of trying to explain it to you. I understand. For close to 20 years. It's a question that I'm sure everybody asks you because nobody knows what that is. And still to this day, I don't understand what you're saying. So you're like, it's not a slushy. You've made that perfectly clear. No. It's not... No. And ice cream. There's no cream. So it's not no. a sorbet either. No, not at all. And it's not a snow cone. Do not mistake it for a snow cone or you're going to chop my head off. That's blasphemy. So the only thing I can imagine is it's like a hard slushy. It's not a hard slushy. Slushies have sharp ice. It, it, it's, it has a rough... I, I'm as sick of this conversation as you are. Look, that's why I want to take you there and I'll take you to John's Water Ice. I went to grade school with John's son, Anthony. He gets so mad about it. Who now has taken over the business. And I'll take you to get a water ice. It's on 7th and Christian. You'll finally understand. I can't wait to get this behind us. And you want to get a cherry Thank God. or a lemon. Those are like the classic. I know there's a lot of other flavors out there, but those two were... I don't want a cherry. I'll get a lemon. Really? That's the thing. Cherry's the best. Can you let me pick my own flavor, though, when we get there? 
But can you let me? All right, all right. Okay. Sounds like a great day with you already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay, then what happens? Do we walk with it? Well, <laughs> do we walk with it? Or do you have to sit there? And- Absolutely. That's the greatest thing. This is the greatest thing about Philly is that it's a city with a small town feeling to it, meaning you can walk around that city so mm-hmm. easily. I like that. And you can go from all these different neighborhoods and see the architecture shift and everything shift within a couple blocks and it's all walkable. I love that. And there's so much beautiful architecture because it's an old federal city, right? So all these old, old buildings, cobblestone streets. So yeah, you get your water ice and you just wander around. I love a cobblestone street. The street I grew up on was a brick street. That ran through town. You did? Yeah, like a real brick street. Yeah, it went for miles. I went to Nebraska once, and I don't think you showed me the house you grew up in. We didn't go to Bellevue. I grew up in a really small town. We were in Lincoln. We went to Lincoln. How far was Bellevue from Lincoln? It's about a 45-minute drive. So Lincoln is where the university is. So it's a much bigger town. Oh. I noticed in in Nebraska, everything is very large there. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) You mean plates of food? Yes. Yeah, plates of food are big. Like we went to a bar once and they truly just give you like a bowl of alcohol. <laughs> and they're like, here you go. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe they'll put two straws in it. Sure. And they'll say, here, share it with a friend if you want. <laughs> or not. Someone ordered like some tater tots. I really like that like down home, easygoing bar atmosphere. Someone ordered tater tots and you kind of think of just like a little like plastic. Little basket plate tater tots it was like a bucket of tater tots yeah they're not it was like a home depot bucket of tater tots sure yeah they're not playing with their with their portion sizes i agree with that we were in lincoln bellevue when i was growing up in the 70s it was about probably a twenty thousand population a train went through town every day a million times like i was always late for for school for high school is the greatest excuse because you'd get stuck with the train you had to wait for it to pass you're like sorry oh, you blame the train yeah sometimes i did it when i when it wasn't true but a lot of times it was true <laughs> it was really small town feeling really small town feeling and what did you do aside from make soapbox well it depends what era we're talking a about teenager what do you because i know what i did in philly as a teenager what did you do oh teenager it really was a case of a bunch of bored teenagers go to a lot of house parties like on farms, like, and when I say farms, like, if you were just a little bit on the outskirts of Bellevue, you had a lot of acreage. So someone would have, like, a house in the middle of fields, like, not necessarily always working fields, not, like, cornfields all the time, but, like, cornfields surrounded Bellevue. It was corn and beef. Those were the two things. So it was, like, smelled a little bit like a stockyard. Corn was everywhere. Okay. We would party. You would party under overpasses. Everyone's trucks like would drive down. We had like keggers and beer. <laughs> Was it that the kid who looked the oldest would go out and get the keg? Yeah. The football team would take care of that and then we would all show up. We did a lot of donuts. Do you know what donuts are? Yeah, where you drive fast in a circle. In your cars. That sounds exciting. That was like a very entertaining thing to do, which is very fun, by the way. It is really fun. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was kind of like a case of make your own fun. And then we would all show up at school, you know, that Monday and we'd have chigger bites all up. So you knew everyone who was at the party because we all had bites going up to our thighs. What are they? They're these little mite things that live in the grass and the corn that bite you. Oh. They're kind of evil. And then we would all just have like hundreds of bites on our legs. Were cheerleaders popular? Were you in that real John Hughes sort of 
thing where the cheerleaders were popular, the football players were popular. Our graduating class was really small, and a lot of people, we grew up together, except it's a military town, so I also had friends that would show up for two years and then had to move to a different base, so they would leave, but there were a lot of us that knew each other from elementary school. Every football player was in the musical and choir. The cheerleaders were also on the soccer team. It was kind of we we mingled in each other's group. We all did everything. Hmm. Like there wasn't like the drama nerds. Like they were also the popular kids in drama. Right. It wasn't big enough to be shitty to each other. Right. What was how big was your school? Oh, you went to an all girls school. Yeah, I went to an all girls Catholic school. There were some cool people who were there, but it was very sheltered, closed off, and privileged. And I had to take the train. To, it was a whole thing because I lived in the city, so you take like a. 30 or 40 minute train ride and then a bus picks you up at the train station and you take another 20 minute drive onto the school grounds. I mean, it was a fucking nightmare. By senior year, I was able to drive a car to school, which was a godsend because it saved so much time. What kind of car did you have? It was my mom's car. It was a Toyota Camry. Very exciting. It was an all girls school, but there were neighboring boys schools. Some of the boys from that school and some of the girls from my school, they'd either be dating or they were friends somehow. This was only like senior year I started to do this where everyone would meet in certain areas of the city and either drink over by the row houses. You know that thing in Philly? Like It's a famous like postcard picture of like the row houses along, no. the, along the river. No. Like we'd okay. go there, like hang out in the stands, or we'd go over to like Fairmount Park over by... God, I can't even remember these names, but then someone would get a keg or we'd drink there. It was a bunch of dumb shit, and that was in senior year of high school. Yeah. And maybe that's as typical of a high school experience that I personally had. Prior to that, I would always go to raves on weekends. Raves? Yeah. God, that's so advanced. You just take the train. And like, they're always somewhere random. And But yeah, other than that, I mean, bored teenagers. That's so fun. Bored teenagers. I would have killed to do something that fun. There were certain bars in Philly and certain neighborhoods where they didn't card you. And we would go in and drink at these bars. In really dodgy neighborhoods, but whatever. Like, you're young and you think that you're invisible and who cares? Wow. To grow up in a city, you don't get that kind of experience in a small town. Like, we hung out on a on a street called Galvin Street. <laughs> like, you'd go cruise Galvin. You know, like, it, like, everyone got in my station wagon and we just loaded up and I'd drive. And you'd go up and down Galvin Street. And it was literally like Burger King, McDonald's, <laughs> Top Dog, Hot Dog. Skateland. Oh, you had a Skateland? That's amazing. And then you'd like turn around and go down the other side and you'd see all your friends like, hey. So what, you just go around in circles? Yes. And be like- we all hung out at Skateland. Yeah, you'd go in circles and then everyone would hang out at like Burger King. Amazing. Amazing. I can't imagine going to a bar. Only cer- there were certain bars. And this is when you're in high school? Yeah. You kind of find trouble to get into. Were you in musicals? No. Did, like, in your all-girls school, did you put musicals on? I was only in one play at that school, and it was my senior year, because I thought, oh, I should probably do something, because I'm the most apathetic student there is. But it wasn't a musical. I think they did musicals. Oh, my God. we That was oh, everything yeah, at our I school. I, I didn't love musicals. My mom took me to see so many musicals in New York that I didn't want to sit through it. We need to do a musical theater episode, like, dedicated to musical theater, because I could go on for hours. But I just want you to know, I'd like to just say for the record, that musicals in Bellevue were, it was like the event of the year. So you had a Christopher Guest moment with Waiting for Guffman. I started in community theater, doing musicals, 
And then the high school musicals, competitive between high schools, like who was going to put on the best musical that year. And every person in our school was in the cast. And we would all put on the musical every year. And it was one of the most amazing parts of my teenage years. Trust me, I always wanted to be the lead. Oh, I believe that. Did you ever get the lead? But we can talk about that in another episode. You did get the lead part. Yeah. Kate. Well, I don't know. Did you? Did you know? Yeah. You did. Okay. All right. Got it. No, but when I didn't, when I didn't get the lead part. Oh, you were pissed. That was a bad senior moment for me. Okay. But I get it because it was for Maria in West Side Story. So I understand. (laughs) 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 But I sure didn't get it at the time. And Liz Sackledass got it. And that's okay. And I'm over it. Kind of. (laughs) I did a children's theater in my neighborhood playhouse. The neighborhood theater playhouse. And I played Christopher Robin and Winnie the Pooh. That's adorable. I think I did another rendition of Winnie the Pooh at the free library with with my friend. And I played the Tigger character. I'm going to call you Pooh from now on. Is that okay? I'm just going to call you Pooh. Do I call me Pooh? Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) But let's save our musical theater talk for another time because it's... (laughs) It's my favorite subject. Okay. I don't love musical theater. It's not my thing. That's my mom's thing. I'm going to still make you talk about it. Great. We'll have Mary on. All right. It sounds like Philly was a very small town feeling, but it was a city where you had access to city type things. Or you could get on a train and go somewhere very easily. Yeah. And also Philly is only 90 minutes by train to New York. So that's easy. Oh, my God. No, it's like the greatest city. It's amazing. I can't even imagine having that at my fingertips at that age. I would have snuck to the city all the time. Oh, it was the best. Yeah, my friend and I, we would always go to New York. Like, we went to Omaha. That was like our big, <laughs> was our big like edgy night would be like, let's go to Omaha. We wouldn't even sneak off. I would just tell my folks. I'm like, I'm going to go to New York. They're like, okay. Because I was a pretty good kid. I wasn't doing drugs or anything. And I only... Started drinking a bit senior year, but like I just wanted to explore. Thankfully, they trusted me and they're like, all right, cool. Just be safe. Did you guys have like pep rallies and all that kind of like all American stuff at your school? I mean, if they did, I was never a part of it. Wow. We had really different upbringings. Yep. What about bicycles? Did you ride bicycles? Wait a minute. Kate, I just had a huge memory. Didn't I teach you to ride a bicycle? No. Kind of? My mom taught me how to ride a bike. Yes, I did. Because no, I my remember, mom taught me how to ride a bike at the park. Mm-mm. I remember being shocked that you didn't really know how to do it. No, you didn't, Leash. No, you didn't. <sighs> Had you not been in on one in Leisha, thirty years? My mom taught me how to ride a bike when I was nine or ten. Mm. I probably hadn't been on one and I had forgotten for a minute. Yeah, you forgot how to do it. But my mom taught me how to ride it because I remember I slammed into a wall. And I hurt my groin. Yeah, you did the same thing in Vancouver, and I was shocked. I was like, have you never been on one of these? I hadn't been on a bike in years. Because when I was a kid, I used to ride my bike, and I always wanted to ride my bike to school because I had to take the SEPTA bus to school every day. Right. Which was awful. So I wanted to ride my bike, and my mom would never let me because she didn't trust the drivers, which I can understand, you know. I could only ride my bike around my neighborhood, but also bikes were always getting ripped off. I couldn't really chain up my bike because it would have gotten right. stolen. Ladies, we can all bond over this one. Imagine a bra that you actually want to wear. They're hard to find. We all know it. We've been through how many bra many. brands? 
ugh. And you're like, I like this about it, but not this, or they're just uncomfortable. Well, today's sponsor, Honey Love, has revolutionized the bra game. It's real. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. It's cool. It's like these little, I can't even describe it, like these little bone things. And it's like, I don't know how they do it, but it's brilliant. Plus, they've made fabric that's so soft, it feels like second skin. So you immediately feel and see the difference. So it's next level comfortable. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash pants. Now, after you purchase, they ask you where you heard about them. Please, please support our show and tell them pants sent you honeylove.com slash pants. Treat yourself to honey love because you deserve it. Where else would you take me? We went off the track there. What else would you show me? In Philly, I'd have to take you to the Mutter Museum. I don't know if you'd like it too much, but it's the coolest museum. I love museums. You do? This is a medical museum where they show you the history of medicine and the abnormalities. They have certain things in formaldehyde and you look at like the old antique Uh. surgical instruments they used it's amazing there's a body that uh it's mummified yeah and they believe that body had turned into soap because of the way it had been encased it's the coolest museum i try to go every time i'm at home for a minute because it's so neat there's always something new what else do we eat there i'd have to take you to get a soft pretzel because philly soft pretzels are the greatest i know that you know you're mindful of the carbs but oh a pretzel don't we get like a cheesesteak or something or no, is that just played out? Yeah, no, I, I kind of think cheesesteaks are bullshit. But if you wanted one, we could get it. No, I just, I'm looking for the Philly experience. I'd rather you get a Philly pretzel. Okay, to be honest. great. I'm on your trip. Or I'd take you to the Wedding Terminal, which is this incredible, like, it's like a farmer's market. Mm-hmm. That sounds And there's fun. one stand, it's the Amish stand, where they make Amish pretzels. And they are also absolutely outstanding. I would take you to the house I grew up in. And I'd ask the owners if we could go bobsledding in the back, and I would make you sled down my hill because there was nothing more epic. Yep. Because you have to dodge all the trees. I love a sled. I would take you to Fontenelle Forest. What's that? It's just a little forest that's great down the block from where I grew up. It's very exciting. I'd probably take you at Halloween because there was always a, like, you'd walk the trail through Halloween. It was really fun. I'd take you to, to Skateland. I have to see Skateland. If it's still there. Skateland sounds like something from Stranger Things. Oh, Yeah. A hundred percent. Absolutely take me there. It was amazing. Yeah, it's where we all like got our first kiss. And Cute. I remember the my first kiss was this boy. I'm not going to say his name, but I still had my skates on and he had taken his off and he was already already a little bit shorter than me. And it was a very uncomfortable moment. <laughs> it's almost like he slightly had to jump. Why well, are you worried he's listening to this podcast and he's going to get embarrassed? <laughs> Wouldn't that be random? (laughs) (laughs) I'd take you to South Cinema 7, where I worked in high school. I'd show you my high school. I'd show you my high school, but we'd have to drive like 45 minutes outside of the city. It's all gated. You'd be like, oh, wow, that's your school. It looks like something out of school ties. And then we would drive home. They'd be like, um. Some people look back at their high school and they have such fond memories of it and they stay in touch. I don't think I've stayed in touch with anyone from high school. I loved everyone I went to school with and I missed them and it would be a blast to see them. I didn't have a great experience in high school only because I 
I was way more artsy than the school allowed you to be helped yeah. me with. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> so I felt a little trapped. Mm-hmm. Begged my parents to let me go to New York, and but I had the most incredible drama teacher. Mr. Warden, Jay Warden. That's adorable. And we're still very, very... He's like a family member to me. He was my (gasps) mom and dad's best friend my whole life. That's amazing. He's such an important man in my life. And Mrs. Polly was my other teacher in the drama department. Right. They all saved me through school. And then the rest of the teachers were, you know, pretty regular. I don't think I had any teacher that really saved me. My school was such an academic prep school that they all thought I was crazy when it came time for college. And I, one thing I knew is that I don't want to have another four years of this. Whatever this is, I don't want it. And they thought I was nuts. Same. And they thought my parents were nuts for saying, you know what? Same. You go follow what you want to do because you've done what you had to do. There was no one thinking outside of the box at that school. It was a very regimented Catholic old school way of handling things that's sad i just wanted to get out i felt exactly the same way my parents were like if you can just graduate we will support you in whatever you want to do artistically at least you had mr what's his name mr warden mrs what's her butt like at least you had those two no that's what i'm saying like if i had (laughs) (laughs) if i hadn't had those two teachers in my life oh yeah it would have been a very difficult time in my life they nurtured anything that's amazing inside of me they're like get that girl a stage stat yeah <laughs> but i had to get out of that small town mentality i can't think of that nun's name there was one nun at my school who i recall was she sounds like she had a really severe impact <laughs> on you can't remember her name <laughs> shit i liked her it was such an institution honestly could not wait to fucking graduate get i didn't even want to go to graduation just give me the diploma i was like get me to new york wow i'm out so we won't visit your high school i'll show you my grade school we could walk there get a water ice and take a walk over to saint mary's that's a treat what's cool about saint mary's isn't the school it's the neighborhood it's in because then we can go by see independence hall great i would show you the liberty bell but some idiot tried to smack it with a hammer so now it's in an in glass case where you have to stand in line to see it but it's just a big bell so who cares <laughs> but the neighborhood's fascinating because there's all of that history it's in the society hilarious okay Oh, I would take you to Stella's Burgers. Like, Stella's is the greatest burger. I don't eat them anymore, but I'm going to take you to get one. Okay. And then I'll eat, like, a whole bucket of fries. Great. You can always win me over with that. Ugh, they're so good, Kate. You're not going to freaking believe how good they are. Well, hopefully one day... Yeah. We can take each other... Well, sadly, we can't fly. No. So... But maybe when this is over, you can come with me to Philly because my mom does love you, and I know she'd love to see you. I love my... I know your mom loves me. It was just funny. She loves you. Oh, she's... Oh, how's Lisa? But we'll make sure it's over a Friday, Saturday. No, it's it's Sunday. No, I'm saying we'll make, we'll, we'll make sure it's not then. I can't wait to bring you there. I know you came to Lincoln, but... It's very different. Yeah. Well, I don't care. I'd like to come again and hang out with your dad because you know how much I love your dad and your sister. All right. Well, Melanie, I hope that answered your question. We kind of veered off track. But <laughs> yeah. That's pants. <laughs> yeah, totally. Pants. <laughs> that's pants. Okay. Bye. Pants. Thank you for listening to Pants Up Podcast. Brought to you by Leisha Haley. Listen, subscribe on Apple, wherever you get your podcast. If you want us to keep going, hit that subscribe button. You can follow us on Twitter and Insta at the Pants Pod. If you like us, leave a review on iTunes. We'll read every single one of them. You can email us at pantspodcast at yahoo.com. We'll try and answer a few questions. 
every week. Rachel Shelley is our editor and producer in the UK. Theme song by Carolina Parra. Graphics by Love Fox. Pear. Pear.